0: welcome to the build your own table podcast i'm your host nakia gray intellectual property attorney business coach author wife momager and biz bestie i know that creating and leveraging intellectual property is how the wealthiest people in the world acquired their wealth and i believe it's how you should too this podcast is dedicated to inspiring and motivating women particularly women of color to tap into their own creative genius and use it to create, protect, and monetize their intellectual property so they can build wealth through entrepreneurship. My guests and I are going to share our stories of how we got tired of waiting for someone to give us a seat at the table, so we built our own. If you're tired of shrinking to fit into spaces that weren't designed for you, you're in the right place. Welcome to the show. Hello and happy Monday. This is our Money Making Monday session. I am Nakia Gray and I am the host and delighted, I was going to say decided, and delighted to be joining you once again on another Monday for our Money Making Mondays. Today, we are talking about that fine line between Inspiration and in an imitation. Okay, so um, and I the reason I say it's a fine line is because as business owners, as creatives, we are always inspired by some of what other people are doing. Right. So if you are a, a lawyer and you see another lawyer that's doing something really great, that's inspiring. If you are an accountant or a a beauty professional, or if you are an event planner. And you see someone else's event in their photos, you say, oh, wow, that's really great. That What a great idea, right? And so, um, but sometimes people take that a little too far. And so it's like, okay, not only is that a great idea, not only do I like that, I'm going to do the exact same thing, right? And so where this is all coming from, as you know, we have been doing our... Black History series on women who I believe have really just changed the game in business and just in our culture and in our country. And uh, a couple of weeks ago, we started this series off by highlighting Madam C.J. Walker, who is has been crowned as the first self-made millionaire. She is really the queen of, of black hair care. And so this week, <laughs> I have decided to highlight um, Annie Turnbull Malone. Now, there is quite a bit of controversy about Annie Malone, mainly because there are some people that say that she truly should have been the queen because she was first she is the one who actually um, introduced Madam C.J. Walker to the hair industry. She was one of her clients. So Madam C.J. Walker went to her first when she was experiencing some hair loss and some, um, having some issues and that that Annie turned her on to her products. She started using her products. She became an agent, which uh, Annie called her agents, Turo Agents. And once after becoming an agent, she then became... She left and started her own fit. And so there is definitely lots of controversy around that. And so I just kind of wanted to talk about, first of all, let me know in the comments whether you even had heard of, of Miss Malone. Had you heard of Annie Malone? I personally had not. Uh, I had heard quite a bit about Madam CJ Walker. I learned a lot more about her when I decided to do my research for this series. But prior to doing this week, I did not know a lot at all about Annie Malone. So please let me know in the comments first if, if, if that is some if she's someone that you were even familiar with, because I certainly wasn't. So I thought, okay, well, let's think about this. You know, I know we don't know all the facts, right? Because of course, there's enough argument on either side as to whether she was first or whether she wasn't. And, but the question is, was she wrong? right? Was, was Madam CJ Walker wrong for starting her own business in the same industry? I mean, many of us, myself included, I used to work at a law firm and I decided to leave that law firm and start my own thing. Did I copy them? No, because I actually completely changed fields and people do that all the time. So at what point is, is, is it inspiration versus imitation? Now, I will say, just to give you a little bit more of the story in case you don't know, that Ms. Malone definitely took what Madam C.J. Walker did as being imitation. So much so (laughs) that she took out her own ads to say, you know, be careful of imitation. There's fake stuff out in the market. That's not really on me. Because here's the thing, when it came to the name of the product, Madam C.J. Walker took the exact same name, Wonderful Hair Grower, the exact same name. And so, you know, this is definitely trademark law existed. So, of course, you know, I'm going to give you all the things that you can do to make sure that this doesn't happen to you. Of course, there's no way for us to 100 percent guarantee that nobody ever copies you because sometimes people do. And again, that's because it's a fine line. There's a fine line between inspiration being inspired and actually copying or trying to imitate someone so I thought you know to talk a little bit about this would be helpful and also for you to kind of take some notes here to say okay what could she have done differently to make sure that this didn't happen and what 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 do we have access to today OK, so the first thing that I will say when it comes to building your brand and, and providing your services and your products, the number one thing you can do, and I always say tell this to my clients to completely eliminate competition. OK, this is how you do it. It is to infuse you into your brand. Right. And so what do I mean by that? If, if you if your brand is about you or really kind of based on you, then guess what? There, you're only here. There's only one place. Now I am a lawyer. Am I the only lawyer? No, there are a million places that you could go to get trademarks or or products or things that I sell in my, in my digital shop to get um, coaching strategy and other things that I do in, in my coaching business. I'm not the only one that does what I do, right? But how can I make sure that I am not copied because I infuse myself into it. You could go get another lawyer to get trademark, but it's not gonna be Nikia. <laughs> because there's only one. there's only one Nikia, there's only one me. With all of my experiences, what I have done in my own business, life, what I bring to the table, that is own that's unique to me. So, when you infuse yourself into your brand, it makes it very difficult for it to be copied, okay? So that's number 1. Number 2 is to own your brand. Y'all know where I was going with this, right? trademark, 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 trademark. You have to own it so that no one else can have that name, okay? So where Annie Malone went wrong was she had this wonderful brand, this wonderful hair grower. She should have trademarked it because if she had trademarked it, then Madam C.J. Walker would not have been able to put out another one with the same name. Now, she could have put out one because you can't... and, And let's talk about what we can protect, right? You can't protect ideas in the sense that if you come up with a hair product that grows hair or you come up with a system for um how to you know get to a million dollars or whatever it is you're not the only you you didn't invent that you're not the only person who can do I'm not the only person who can help people get a trademark. I'm just not right um now I have my own way of doing it and how I go about it and I have my twists that I Um, put into it but I'm not the only person and so you can't stop people from actually doing the same thing that you do but you can protect your brand so that when people see a hair grower or a make a million dollar um, coaching program or a certain signature type of event or whatever it is that you do when people see it they know whose that is and the way that we do that is by having trademarks okay so making sure that you are owning your brand, okay? Infuse your, you, own your brand. And then the third and final tip that I would say is to protect your secrets. Protect your secret sauce, right? So one of the things, and of course, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm speculating here, okay? Because <laughs> I don't know exactly how things were going down. But let's just say, that that Annie Malone hired Madame C.J. Walker to, at the time she was Sarah Breedlove, she was not even going by Madame C.J. Walker to be one of her agents and so as an agent and and in working for the company Sarah or Madam C.J. Walker had access to all the goods she knew what the marketing strategies were, she probably may have even had an idea of what the ingredients were, she had yes, oh your brand, that's right. Um, she she had those things, right? So she, she she was able to see what was going on behind the scenes in the business. So what Malone could have done and what you will do and what I do and what, because we when we know better, we do better, is she would have a contract with anybody who works with her. And in that contract, she's going to have language about her trademarks about her owning her brand, about them not being able to take and, and use that, and more importantly, about the secrets, the secret sauce. I always like to use the term secret sauce, right? She would she would be able to protect her secret sauce by saying, you know, do you don't you know that the, the people who went when when McDonald's first came out with the Big Mac, I am sure. Don't you think that the people who actually worked for McDonald's? who saw what went into that secret sauce were, were under a contract to say they won't share those secrets, that's called trade secrets. This is a very overlooked piece of intellectual property. And um, it's it's very overlooked, but it's highly valuable, right? How you do what you do is what makes you valuable. And so as a business owner, if you are bringing people in to your space to work for you, a virtual assistant, a social media manager, um, another whatever it is that you do, another hairstylist, another um, accountant, another lawyer, these people, they are in your space. And so they have access to some very valuable things. And so you've got to protect that. So making sure that you are protecting your secret sauce so that you don't end up in this situation that Annie Malone ended up with. Now, I personally think, and I've read a lot about um, Annie Malone, she went on, she actually lived a lot longer than Madam C.J. Walker. She was a very successful Businesswoman. I mean, there, there's no question, there's no doubt about it. She was very successful and she made a lot of money. I was reading where uh, one year her tax liability was $40,000. So that's telling you, <laughs> you know, as business owners, you know, we're always going to reduce those earnings as much as we can when it comes to taxes. So if she wrote a check to the IRS for $40,000, Homegirl was making some good money. Okay, so I think that, that they were both geniuses in their own right. And I don't, um, I definitely don't subscribe to a who was right, who was wrong, who was first, who wasn't type of situation. I just like to look at what I consider to be that black excellence and that black girl magic that they had at, at a time in this country where it was unheard of. And I just salute them both. But I also look at the lessons that we can learn, the lessons that I can pull from that and share with you and my clients and with anybody that who's in business today, because these things happen every day the, 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 this this isn't something that just that stopped um uh, you know uh with those women that that happens in many businesses even still today and so the best way for us to protect against it is for us to really take ownership of our black excellence Yes, it's to take ownership of our creative genius, our secret sauce, what it is that makes you you, like really own and define that, okay? And then once you do that, you have to protect it. You have to protect it. That is really my, my, you know, what I consider to be the three-part framework to really building wealth is to know your genius, identify it, own it, protect it. And we protect it by copyrights and trademarks and contracts. So we make sure that if it's something that we create, if it's content, if it's our blog posts, our courses, our videos, uh, things that we write, we protect those by copyright. If it's our name, our brand, we or our programs, we protect those by trademark. If it's our secret sauce, our goods, our secrets, we protect those by contracts. Okay. So that is how we make sure that we are protecting the things that we create and protecting the, the valuable, your IP, your intellectual property. That is what is the basis for how you will build wealth. And then once you have zoned in on it and created it, you've protected it. Now it's time to leverage it. Let's monetize it. And now, and, and, and that is, I do want to point out that is one thing that I think both Madam CJ Walker and Annie and Annie Turbo Malone did very well. And that was leveraging. Because they had a good thing. And they didn't just rely on their own efforts. They began to, to have other agents. They began to teach what they knew. Uh, you know, that they both created beauty schools and colleges. And trained tens of thousands of other women to do what it is that they did. So to me, they, they had that part down. They definitely had that part down. Madam C.J. Walker, I will say, may have had just a slight leg up. On Annie Turbo Malone, when it came to trademarking, because she definitely figured out along the way. You know, she probably had a really good tra- trademark lawyer in there somewhere that really helped her to own her brand. Because guess what? You go in the store today, you go to Sephora, you're gonna see Madame C.J. Walker's. There, are, there are products that still have her name on it. You know, all these years later, right? So, so she definitely figured that out. Annie Turbo Malone did as well. She ended up having a a trademark. She did trademark Pearl, which was the name of her um, product line. That was also the name of her college. She did that a little down the road. She had not done that at the time that Madam C.J. Walker worked for her. So she did learn. She knew better. And so she did better. (laughs) But she did not know that in the beginning. So those are my tips. Infuse you. Get to that creative genius. Figure out what that is. What is your secret sauce? And then protect that secret sauce. You've got to protect your secret sauce. And then you can go into um, leveraging it and monetizing it and using it to build not only wealth. I like to say, I saw something the other day where someone said, "It's not. I'm not after money, it's freedom that I'm really after. And the way to freedom is money. Money actually buys you that. Money actually gives you options, right? And so to me, freedom and wealth kind of go hand in hand. So, and that's really what my mission is in in helping people to get there without, 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 doing it the old way and doing it the one by one, right? It's like really leveraging, putting your intellectual property, those those unique gifts and talents and things that only you have, putting that to work because that's truly where the value is and that's how you build wealth. Okay, so drop your comments. Tell me how you feel about this. Do you think that Madam C.J. Walker was wrong? I certainly don't think that she was wrong. I think that she saw opportunity. She saw an industry. She saw um, a need that wasn't being met for whatever reason. And she marketed the heck out of it. I think that that from a marketing standpoint, she was probably a little stronger at that time, which is why she blew up and and why she kind of gets a lot of the credit. I do recognize what some people say, some of her critics um, say about how she went about it but I think that it was fair game there wasn't a trademark she didn't break any laws she she did what she had to do so that is that is is you know to me that's that's this world that we live in <laughs> right and so um so thank you so much for tuning in yes millionaire and the madam CJ Walker is a boss I mean she is it's undeniable it's uh that's that that's just not up for debate. She is. This Annie was a force to be reckoned with as well, but but Madam CJ Walker, she did. She did it and I am so proud of her. And so next week will be our last version of our our Black History Month money making Mondays. So I will bring this to you same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe. And to stay updated, head over to buildyourowntablepodcast.com to connect with me. I'm Nakia Gray. I'll see you next time.